Hey, besties. My name's Lisa. And my name's Tamara, and we're BFFs. Tamara and I met when we were about 12 years old, growing up in good old Fairbanks, Alaska. And we've been best friends forever since. That's right. And that's why we've decided to have some fun, friendly conversations with the bestest of best friends. We'll talk about how we became best friends, our experiences together, and have other best friends on the show to share how they met. Who knows? You never know when you'll meet your next BFF. Now let's get into it. How I met my BFF. Welcome to another episode of How I Met My BFF. I'm Lisa Reed, along with Tamara Kindred. We are here serving best friends all around the world today, celebrating best <laughs> friendship. It's super exciting. Hi, Tamara. Hello. Greetings. <laughs> are you in an, are you in an exciting place today? Where are you today? I am. I am in beautiful cave at Cave B Winery and um, it's at the Gorge, but also known as George Washington um, in Washington, the state of Washington. It's one of my favorite wineries. I've been coming here for years and it's right looking over the Columbia Gorge and it's absolutely stunning and beautiful and it's a very famous spot where musicians come and play lots of music and um so I was traveling from Seattle and this was where I get to stop to have our lovely um talk and podcast I'm so excited I've always heard amazing things about the gorge and I have yet to be there so (laughs) I know I will get it like I yeah, my best friend Judy needs to need to pick it up. You need to get out here. You're right. You're right. And I know we've got some really exciting guests today. We've got Jeanette and Mary from Canada. And we're gonna so hi everybody. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thanks for having us. Oh, you're welcome. We can't wait to hear your best friend stories. And a little bit about me this week. I spent the weekend working on my own personal development. I started a workshop called from self-management to self-mastery. So this last weekend, we st- so it's, it goes for a year. And so what we started off with was really starting to identify and become more aware of what is, when are you at your worst? You know, so super fun, super fun topic. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, not the stuff that I would post on Facebook, right? This is the, oh gosh, yes. I still have some work to do here and there and, and a couple spots. So that was really, I found profound, exciting. Um, I enjoy that kind of stuff. I like digging in. And every time I dig in deeper, I always, you know, really come out the other side, like way better. So it's, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, but that's what I did this weekend and enjoying my uh, extra hour that we got for the daylight savings and also wishing we didn't change the times. I, really would like to not do that anymore, <laughs> but it is not only up to me anyway. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, let us know how you guys feel about that. Uh, you know, if you're in your comments, do you want daylight savings time or do you not want it? And when I say daylight savings time, I actually like the early, I like it when it's lighter later, which I think is actually technically the daylight savings time. So I want to stay on that one, not get darker. Anyway, <laughs> these things, maybe we'll solve these problems on this podcast. I think, I think it's possible. <laughs> Good luck. All right. So Mary and Jeanette have been friends for many years and I had the pleasure of meeting Jeanette recently 
And she's an amazing powerhouse and attracts amazing powerhouse women. And she was telling me about how special her friendship was with Mary. And she has some other, as, as a lot of us do have lots of, lots of uh, people close to us. So Jeanette, tell, tell us the story. How did you and Mary meet? And then we want to hear from Mary, the, the other side now. <laughs> It may or may not be different, but yeah, the reason she's laughing is because I was really hoping you were going to ask her first because oh. uh, because Mary, I'm her external hard drive. Exactly, I affectionately call her my external hard drive because I don't remember stuff like dates and times and where and so forth and so on. In fact, I pretty much don't remember anything. It, it goes in the category of before now. Here's what I think. The original meeting story. And then we'll get the real story when Mary. <laughs> and then we'll get the real story from Mary, okay? So um, I had a friend named Linda uh, who um, I think we were roommates at the time. And she was working at a drugstore where Mary was also working and introduced us. And Mary and Linda and I actually became roommates together. And then Linda went away, which was very good. And Mary and I carried on for the next three, almost four decades now, uh, being friends and various different iterations of living together and traveling together and still occasionally living and traveling together. And we've been through all sorts of ups and downs and, and so forth, including, by the way, just because you mentioned that you did a personal development workshop that you just started, uh, Mary and I both went through a big personal development program and process together and both became facilitators of that course um, at different times. So we have lots in common as well. Lots and lots. I love that. Okay. So okay, that's Mary, where I, I can relate. I can, I can relate to that because Tamara also, she'll be like, it was 1987 and you, we were at so-and-so's house and you were wearing a, and I'm like, I, I don't even know who that is. So yeah. I, <laughs> I can relate. So I guess Tamara is my external hard drive as well. So, yes. all right, yeah. Mary, I let's agree. hear the real story. What actually happened? I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, she does have it, you know, basically, right. We did meet through Linda, um, but we did meet before Jeanette and Linda became roommates even. Um, as a matter of fact, I remember Linda being very excited because uh, Linda was dating um, one of Jeanette's high school friends, Ron, and Ron had been talking about his friend Jeanette coming back from the U.S. to live to, back to Calgary and was really excited about Linda meeting Jeanette. And Linda was telling me how excited she was about meeting Jeanette. And so the first time we met Jeanette was actually Linda and I were at the cash at Pinder's where I worked. And uh, you had come into the mall. And so we had we met there. And it was just kind of one of those, for me anyways, moments where I just felt that there was something really special that clicked when I, when I met this, this amazing woman. So Jeanette and I did make some arrangements to go and, and do a couple of things. I, one of our first friend dates was to go swimming at the VRRI. <laughs> and uh, we... It just there was just always something really special about Jeanette and the friendship that we formed just blossomed from there. She and Linda became roommates. I was unhappy where I was. And so after they'd been roommates for a while, they said, we'd like to get a bigger place and a third person. And we want that person to be you. 
And so then the three of us were together and went on from there. Linda left and married Ron and Jeanette and I stayed roommates and and then she divorced me and moved to Toronto for a number of years. It was it was it was very hard packing up our apartment and everything, but the friendship has always just always been very special. I firmly believe that in a previous life, Jeanette and I were sisters. So she uh, we refer to each other as soul sisters. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> what she go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say what she said. That's much <laughs> more accurate, and and I do remember most of it now. <laughs> when did you so I love that like sometimes we just meet someone totally unexpectedly and we just you don't know that they're going to be your best friend I always say like you never know where you're going to meet your next best friend right yeah when did it start to gel or be pretty obvious that it was a special relationship mm-hmm. well I think for me, we had lots of fun and connections and so forth and so on. But I think it really started to gel when we started to live together. And as is sometimes the case with threesomes, um, there's often <laughs> one person that is not quite the same, On the same track with the other two. Yeah. And um, Mary and I had quite a bit more in common than than we did with Linda. And so I think we bonded over dealing with the the third party there and and really started to understand that we had a lot in common. We shared a lot. We, um, you know, talked about a lot. We have similar um, messed up childhoods and, and backgrounds. And so there was lots of common ground there. Yeah. I would all, you know, and I would say to her over and over again, if you would just go to Switzerland and get the operation, we'd be the perfect couple. <laughs> I know, right? It would be easier sometimes if you were romantically involved, right? Like, oh, I wouldn't have to, you know, find another person, right? Yeah. That's so funny. Yes. Well, and of course, who knows that, but could possibly wreck the whole friendship. You never know. Yes. Very <laughs> true. Yeah. Very possibly. But yeah. it was fun to joke about. Yeah, exactly. I, I'd stay home and make dinner and Jeanette would be, oh, I'm going to a board meeting and I'll be coming home late. Like it was, it was yeah, very like weird. A, like a, like a marriage in a way. Yeah. yeah. Which is why when she moved to Toronto, I joke about her divorcing me. So Aww. of course she didn't because we've always remained friendship, you know, friends regardless. So yeah. um, for me, I think I just, I just early on, there was something that really clicked for me about just what an in, incredible heart she had, has, and that there was just something extraordinarily special about Jeanette. And the more we spent time with each other and learned about each other and our, you know, some of the similarities in our backgrounds and whatnot, um, I would say that at the time that I met Jeanette, I still had uh, a lot of really, I'd say, quite significant self-confidence issues. And I couldn't believe that somebody like her would want to be my friend. Um, and one of the things that has been the biggest gifts of my life with her friendship is how much she always believed in me before I ever believed in me and how much her support and encouragement has always meant to me. Oh, you're gonna make me cry. That's okay. I'm crying. You can't quite it tell. I'm glad the light's a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's been one of the greatest gifts of my life. Aw. 
thanks, Snickerdoodle. <laughs> uh, so, so um, yeah, and likewise, because I grew up basically as an only child. I have a half-brother, half-sister, but I grew up with a, let's just say, challenging mother and challenging situation. And so my family has always been my friends. That's that's where yeah. I go to for family. Um, and so... So Mary is like that sister because sister, you know, from another mister and, and sometimes mom and sometimes, you know, it, like a lot of different dynamics there uh, because I didn't have a family I was close to. So I think one of the great things about friends is that they you can choose your friends. Mm -hmm. You can, in theory, choose your family. So <laughs> that's a great way to, you know, find the the love, the connection, the appreciation that you want and need and, you know, that we all long for is to find the people who are your people. So that's why I think it's great that you guys do this podcast so that you really celebrate and and profile or highlight the value of friends because I think we sometimes forget how important it is to have people who see you, get you, all of you, the shadow and the light, and love you anyways. <laughs> That's beautifully put. That's yeah, I couldn't have said that better. Thank you. I what moving for like as you, you know, I guess remind me how long it's been that you guys have been friends when you first met. I don't know if we got the timing on this. <laughs> A few so decades. It's gonna take four decades, but it's 38, it's 38 years. 38 yeah. years. This year, wow. 38. That's amazing. Yeah. Um so, you know, <laughs> it sounds, you know, that that's an amazing time together and, and hopefully, you know, 50 plus more years beyond. What do you wish, Mary, for the future of Je Je Jeanette? Like, what do you feel is something that you wish for her that you want to see her be able to, you know, have fruition and her moving forward in life? Um, I, I wish for Jeanette to have everything she dreams and, and desires uh, uh, in life. And Jeanette is an incredibly intuitive, insightful uh, powerhouse. And she makes a huge difference in the work that she does. And I would like for her to have um, the dynamic that business that she's been working so hard to build uh, and have it be easy so that she can continue to inspire others and make a difference and not have to work so damn hard and maybe take some more breaths along the way. Nice. Thank you. That's great. I like to ask this question kind of right in the middle because like, you know, just to, um, you know, be, regardless of what happens with this moving forward, it's just something you guys can have as a recording with one another, because not always, you know, Lisa and I have talked about this. Yeah. We don't always, you know, get to really celebrate and um, remind our best friend what it is that, you know, why we love them so much and what we want for them. And, you know, we do this in marriages, we do this with our children, but not always with our best friends. So I hope this is also a keepsake for you two for one, you know, and your relationship with one another. It, it, it is. And one, and another thing that Jeanette is 
incredibly, incredibly good at is affirmation. So affirmation of other people and their talents and their gifts and their importance. And so I do get that quite regularly from her. So, and honey, you know, I just want you to always have lots of love and joy in your life. Thank you. You forgot to win about winning the lottery. You forgot that part. And I thought maybe that might sound a little bit. Um... Yeah, no. So I'll say, uh, here's what I want for Mary. I want her to win a really big lottery because I know I'll get some of it. So that'd be great. <laughs> you're on, you're on the manifest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we've already, you know, got plans about various places we would go and what we would do. Um, uh, when we win. Uh, so what I really thank you for that. And I so always get what a stand Mary is for me and what a cheerleader. Uh, it's been one of the things I've leaned on a lot throughout my life because I haven't had that in a lot of other places. So it really makes a big difference. And I think that's one of the big things that having such a long-term relationship is they know you. And they know you in your shit, they know you in your shine, and they're still there. And there is so much that our shoulders drop when we have that, right? And so, yeah, oh, I'm definitely going to cry. Um, <laughs> so what I wish for Mary is, wait, let me try and do it in a voice that not just dogs can hear. There we go. Okay, what I wish for <laughs> Mary is uh, that she got even half of the love back that she puts out because she puts out an incredible amount of love on a consistent basis. I'd actually wish 10 times the amount that you put out, but it is, it is really where I've learned that love is a verb is from Mary because she doesn't just um, talk about it. She like the woman makes hundreds of cards and mail, by hand and mails them out to people to encourage them. I get packages of cards that I can open one a month for a whole year and sometimes more, almost every Christmas and so forth, that I can open when I'm feeling low and I, and I can read her words of love. In fact, if I was smart, I would have had, I have some right over there in my little folder, <laughs> I would have shown you some. Um, and that's the kind of thoughtfulness that I so have always appreciated. It's not just about the idea or the, you know, the notion, it's the actions that you take. And I don't know if you have any idea how many people you have touched over the years, but it's been a lot of people. Like, you know, one of the things, sometimes if we really love people and are close to them, we get a little jealous too, if we tell the truth. So one of the things I'm jealous about is that Mary will actually have a funeral where hundreds of people will mourn her, her loss because it's a big one. And so, um, it, not that I don't want you to have that, but I wish. <laughs> um, because, we get it. Yeah. Cause she really Hopefully does. Not for a very long, not for a long time, long, long time, knocking on wood and all that. But, um, I think the, the thing that's really cool is that it's been an opportunity for us to grow individually and together. And at times that also meant clashes and challenges and disagreements and judgments and not being there for one another, mostly me, not there for her, <laughs> but it was been a real, journey of growing together 
through a lot of the ups and downs, illnesses, family deaths, um, you know, rites of passage, not having life go the way we thought it was going to go. So my wish for you is a partner who loves you and adores you like you deserve to be adored and um, makes your life juicy and fun from this time forward. Uh, and he just cherishes the ground you walk on would be pretty appropriate. Uh, and my wish for you is that you never for another day doubt or forget or question how incredible you are and how good you are and what a difference you make because it is really significant you are very significant not just beautiful <laughs> can i do my answer over again now let's <laughs> <laughs> just pile on each other pile on the line <laughs> yeah. and i i think I think one of the strengths of my relationship with Jeanette has always been that we both have always encouraged and given each other room to grow. Yeah, yeah that's so powerful. And I think we should, at this point, uh, also offer up a sponsorship to Kleenex, right? So as <laughs> <laughs> all our, keeping those tears at bay here yeah. and, and letting them yeah. flow as well. It's, it, it's just such a testament, A, to your relationship, to your closeness, to the intimacy of, of this kind of friendship, how important it is, how deep it is, acceptance, like love and acceptance, like, gosh, that's the, that's it. That's the cat's meow, yep. you know, feeling heard, feeling understood, no matter what, if you're, sad, mad, glad, scared, and anything in between, right? Wow. Well, and it's like any relationship, right? That there's there are judgments, there are differences, there are things that we don't necessarily agree with or like about what the other person does or says or whatever. And that's okay. Because on whole, who they are is our person, right? And so I think it's really, um, I was talking to someone about him finding his love interest and, and, and he basically wanted perfection. It's like, yeah, no. How about having a relationship with a real person who has their strengths and weaknesses and, and grow with them and, and have it be the compliment, you know? So Mary was talking about, uh, I was uh, more confident when we first met, but I have learned so much from her about boundaries because she kind of, past me in that realm and is, is so much more confident in so many different areas that I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I'm more, you know, kind of confident now going in other areas. So it's, it's, yeah, even though we've grown, we learn from one another and can, it's also really cool to have that backdrop that you can see your growth against, you know, it's like I used to, uh, when I was growing up, my mom, I don't know if you guys did this, but as I was growing up, I'd measure myself mm -hmm. as I got taller on my mom. Yep. And we'd measure her as she got shorter on me, right? And and Mary is like my my spiritual version of that. Because I think that we can really tell who we are by who we are around. And so I when I wonder how I'm doing, I just look at my friends and go, I'm doing pretty good. I got good people, so I must be doing pretty good. And so she's I get to measure my growth against the backdrop of her, which is really, really cool. That's really great. Wow. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think when Lisa and I did our interview, my 
I, my most cherished thing is our history with one another. And it doesn't have to be that a best friend has to have, you know, 48 years of, but just our history of trust and acknowledgement and understanding is huge. That's awesome. And I haven't heard your episode about where you guys met, but where did you meet? <laughs> and, uh, yes, it, it'll be on the first episode. So if anyone's listening, you can go back and listen to the first episode. But we met in junior high school. We were 12 years old in Fairbanks, Alaska, Tanah Valley Junior High. And we met in math class. And I asked to borrow her math homework. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I gladly offered it. It's fine. <laughs> and then she wrote, me a thank -time you note. Yeah. Well, yeah, wrote she, she wrote me a beautiful thank you note, which is a pretty nice thing to do as a 12 year old to write a thank you note about copying homework. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to, I thought it would just kind of begin and end at the copying of the homework, but nope, nope, Aww. it did not. And she was very, very grateful. And loving in her, her gratitude. And I thought, Oh, that's pretty cool. Cause I always like to be a pen pal and I write like lots of notes and letters and stuff at the time. So then cool. we had, I mean, literally, I don't know, a thousand or more notes back and forth, you know, as the years went on, I would keep every single note that she ever wrote me. And now I don't think I told you this, Tamara, but my, so we had a certain way that we fold the notes back, you know, back in the eighties and I taught my daughter how to fold it like that. So she always gives all her birthday cards and Christmas cards and stuff like that. She folds it that way. And even the other day she gave my mom a note folded up that way. And she's like, Oh, is this a new thing that the kids are doing? And I'm like, no, mom, no. <laughs> she learned that from me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. Okay, I have to tell you a quick story about speaking of notes. Um, okay, so one of the things that's a good example of the kind of sweetness that Mary does is I would I was working corporate. I don't know where I was working, but somewhere when we were roommates in downtown Calgary, and uh, she would often make my lunch, which was extraordinarily sweet, and she would put little notes in there. But she wrote these great, like, epics sequel notes that was like like a soap opera like and it was wow. the series was about cats it was the I forget what it was called Mary you'll know but there's something oh. as, it was about cats and this ongoing saga and every day I'd get a new installment in the saga so it was like I look forward to reading the notes even more than the lunch because it was like and then this cat did that and so forth and really well written too so it was something that uh I will always remember things like that and a time where she created Christmas in July because my niece was visiting and wanted something kind of unique and fun for us to do. So like snowflakes everywhere in the house and Christmas dinner and presents and all of that. So lots of really cool memories because you're really good at creating great memories. Oh, yeah. That's so beautiful. Mary, how you doing over there? <laughs> I'm a weeping mess. <laughs> She's showing her love through her tears. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're both mushy. She's always been mushy. I always kind of came to mushy later in the game. But yeah, now we can't watch a like show on TV without passing a commercial. back and forth. <laughs> And we both try and sit there like we're not crying, but yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for those beautiful stories. I was just so beautiful to hear. And um, I'm touched. I'm, I can relate. Yes. I'm glad I can relate. I'm grateful that I can relate. And I hope that if someone out there is listening and you don't have a bestie that you find one, they're all over. You just have to look, start interviewing. <laughs> and, and the thing that I would say is our friendship is as strong as it is because Mary works really, really hard at it. Um, I think she does, has done the lion's share of keeping that connection and, and which I'm very grateful for. And so it takes work. It's like every relationship, even friendships take work to stay connected, to stay in touch, to stay conscious of giving to one another, that kind of thing. And the only reason it's lasted 38, aka almost four decades, um, is, is because because we've worked at making it work for that long. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Well, Jeanette is a master at grand gestures. Oh, what's one grand gesture she did? Uh, flying in to surprise me at a party when uh, when I was um, finishing my facilitator development training. Oh, that's awesome. See, I forgot entirely about that. No, I didn't. <laughs> it's why you have an external hard drive. So when I get senile, which apparently is happening a lot sooner than I was planning on, you know, I got, I got the frame of reference. <laughs> I can relate to that one. Tamara did that to me in Hawaii. Uh, I was going to the whole story, but yes, uh, she was very, very, actually, I will tell the story because it's kind of fun. (laughs) I was at a retreat um, and I was on my way to a restaurant for dinner with a group of people. And on the way over, I was saying, you know, what have you manifested lately or what, like, what, what would be like really cool if that happened? And throughout the time I'd been talking about Tamara to one of the gals, because Tamara used to live in Hawaii. My dad used to live in Hawaii. We have a lot of memories in that, in that, um, on that Island. And so she was really on my heart and she had kept, she kind of was texting me like, Oh, well, where are you guys going to go eat? I just want to live vicariously <laughs> through you. And I'm like, we're going to, you know, this XYZ restaurant. And so we sat down, we're having dinner. And then all of a sudden she walks through the door. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it was, was, it like was great. The biggest surprises of yeah. my life. Yeah, cool. I'm not a, I don't, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Your Mark, Lisa's husband helped me navigate all of that. So it worked out very well. That's so cool. Okay. So now I want to be besties with you guys. Like we have lots in common. So, so we want to like, you know, be sexy buddies. Yeah, we're gonna start a whole best community. BFF buddies. BFF community. We will, it will it's gonna happen. I'm thinking we might have to do we were talking before we went on air today. I'm like, Tamara's like, we should have done a podcast about wineries. And I'm like, that can happen. We could do yeah. that. <laughs> well, or you just take your BFFs on the road, right? That's right. Yeah. I'm like that. I could do that. Yeah. yeah. We'll just pop into different wineries and do an episode and Yes. Maybe hang out with some best friends in, you know, Calgary or, you know, anywhere. yeah, whatever. We can do that. Yeah. <laughs> we have wine in Calgary. <laughs> the winery part was Mary's boat, but it's still, uh, she I'll be designated driver. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Sparkling oh, water. Good to have that. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. Amazing. And, and yeah, I think it's a new trend. BFFB. 
so best friends forever buddies. And oh, I love that. There, right? And I then, and yeah, we'll just start pairing up buddy friends and, and go hang out and have fun. That well, I, I, lo- I appreciate that, Jeanette, because I hadn't really thought about, like, what all the guests might have in common. But, yeah, we could have, like, a full-on, like, BFF hangout. Um and bring everybody love, here. That'd be really have neat. your be best friend introduce you instead of you introducing yourself and oh and God. you could you know that kind of thing. Yeah, we could have it'd be a party. Let's do that. Jeanette, like <laughs> and it's funny, Mary, that you use the word powerhouse because Tamara was saying, Well, who's our guest? Tell us a little bit about our guest. I said, Well, what I know about Jeanette, we just met, but she's a powerhouse and <laughs> she attracts powerhouse people and she is amazing. She's that's great energy, and I just love her. Yep. And <laughs> We're going to have a great time. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. I, yeah. And it's, it's, I love it that you guys just that, sorry, I, I might have a delay here, so I don't mean to keep interrupting, but I love that what kind of Lisa, all of our common threads so far is that people making the comment that it takes an effort to have friendship. It's not just, you know, it's, it might be even harder than other relationships because you have such a history and a time span. And I, so thank you for reinforcing that, you know, like it takes effort to um, be, you know, in a space that of making sure you care for the other person and they care for you. So thank you. Yeah. Well, and another thing that's kind of cool that we weren't expecting um, through this process, I was just like when Jeanette and I met, I had mentioned the podcast to another um, what powerful woman who's amazing And she'd reached out to me, kind of a divine timing, divine connection type of reach out. And we're chatting and she lives in uh, New Mexico. And I said, oh, well, my best friend, speaking of best friends, my best friend's going to be in New Mexico. And she goes, oh, I need to meet her. So they went and met. I haven't even met her yet (laughs) in person, but (laughs) Tamara and her already met and met her husband. It was so cool. So it's already happening. What you just kind of put in motion, Jeanette, it's already actually happening. And we didn't even plan for that. That was like a total side cool benefit to this whole process. So very exciting. All right. Well, we are going to. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, part of, part of what could work really well is best friends really often compliment. Yes. They compliment each other. Absolutely. Uh Oh, we got a lag. I know we have a little lag here. So we're going to sign off. I'm before I ruin this whole podcast with my internet connection. (laughs) Um, Thank you everybody so much. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your heart. Uh, Tamara drive safe to Missoula. I know you'll get there safely. Enjoy the rest of your day. And for all our besties out there listening, remember your best friend You might meet them tomorrow. You never know. Thank you. You never know when you're going to meet them. So have fun and we'll see you next time. Hey, Bestie. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button to get notified of new episodes and check out cool Bestie gift ideas at howimetmybff.com. That's right. And also leave us a review. Those reviews help us out a lot and are one of the best ways to support us. Yes. And if you have a fun story about how you met your BFF, send us an email at info at howimetmybff.com. We would love to hear about it. Definitely. And hey, maybe we'll have you on our next episode. That would be awesome. Until next time. Love ya, BFFs.